You know what time it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. How's it going? Great. Well, you know, you got to be the only PhD I know that gets introduced to a rock and roll song. <laughs> you got to applause. True. Because also most PhDs only have one. So they're like just yeah. an entry level mm-hmm. uh, yeah. PhD. Once you get two PhDs, then you're kind of oh, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a rare air. Well, that's true, I suppose. Now, other PhDs, like, is Dr. Fauci a medical doctor or a PhD? I think, he's a, I think he's a medical doctor that just hasn't seen a patient in like 30 years. 30 he mostly years. deals with like uh, bankers yeah. and the cabal. Yeah. True. Yeah, and that's, to, and that's take his the orders. kind of doctor I would not want to be at all no. right there. Not no. at all. Not no. at all. I like to help people, not the opposite. He's yeah. closer to Dr. Evil than like Dr. Sherwood. Yeah. Well, they're writing songs and books about him. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You seen <laughs> that, that new, the new song, the uh, Oliver Anthony, uh, R- Richmond, North of Richmond? Yeah, Richmond, so, North of Richmond. That thing is blowing up over the last couple of days. It's like wow. gone viral. It we're, has. We're, we're in an interesting era where they can create digital currencies to control every, you know, they know every how much toothpaste you buy, like mm-hmm. every single factor. Like there's the technology to do that. There's the technology, you know, like uh, used to be back in the day. There's, I saw this meme a while back and it said, you know, said 20 years ago, somebody's on a phone. And it's like, hey, careful what you see on that thing. It could be wiretapped. You know, and today it's like, uh, hey, wiretap, what's the weather going to be tomorrow? You know, so, <laughs> you know, so like, you know, they're monitoring every move. Like we have all that, but we also have the ability to be sitting here in two different states and be able to put out information that people can listen to anywhere, anytime to help, you know, counter counterbalance the false news narrative. Mm-hmm. And and there could be a guy like that who like a week ago was singing at a farmer's market for 10 people. And now he has the number one song in the world on, on iTunes, Spotify, and everyone else, like millions and millions mm-hmm. of downloads. It's like, we're, we're in a very, there's never been a time in human history. You know, Paul's writing letters from prison and they're going out, you know, and on ship. So it's like today we can record a video and like, you know, a hundred, hundred thousand people will watch it instantly. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it, we're at a really, there's never, I, mean, I say never in recorded history, you know, there's never been this, this unique moment. It's kind of. high upside, high downsides. It's big swings. Well, I I mean, I'd love to talk to this guy, right? Because the song is exactly the stuff that we've been talking about for like a year. Yeah. Yep. How the bankers are there just there to control people. Mm -hmm. It's like, yep. Um, People are just sitting on welfare and, and it's become more of a system of help, Mm -hmm. right? A bandaid for people. And it's become more of a, of a lifestyle, just, uh, an expectant thing. It's like, I need money from the government, so I'm going to get it for the rest of my life. It's like, no, it should be there for a Band-Aid, and it mm-hmm. creates a lazy society, right? So so this guy's songs are are pretty crazy, but then he gets very controversial. He's talking about kids and islands, and it's like, yep. okay, this is going to be taken off the internet here pretty soon. Oh, but- what's Rolling Stones say about it? Oh, we got a little history. Rolling Stones wrote a hit piece about us, specifically Stacy, just recently, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, right. Rolling Stone used to be cool. Like remember when, remember when like rock and roll was like rebellious and stick it to the man, all this now rock and roll's like, uh, they come to the man to take their orders. Uh, right wing in influencers just found their favorite new country song. I don't know. It's kind of bluegrass. I'm not sure what it is, but man, he just, he just speaks truth. He which really is, did. It was interesting. It's weird. Talk- now truth is right wing exercise, going to the gym, take care of your body is a right wing thing. Yeah. It's weird. 
It was. It's interesting though, Doctor Kirk. You were saying that about even welfare with you know them like you know taking care of the people, but his whole thing was actually killing them, like putting them six feet under. You know because I mean it, it was just really interesting. That song is because of welfare. Yeah, because of welfare. Yeah, it's because not, of the it's government. Not a help. No. No, it's a way to keep people enslaved. Yep. Right. It, we, it's a way to keep them dependent on the government forever. Which oh. By the way, so is central bank digital currency, right? Because if they, I mean, this is their agenda to push us into that. So, so it's almost like welfare was just the start, you know, the, the mm-hmm. test of how much of a people's life could we control? Right. right. You know, if we get them completely dependent, they're never going to want to go anywhere else. Well, what could make somebody more completely dependent on the government than actually the ability to even get money, right? right. And, and say mm-hmm. the speed on which you can spend it. It's like, all right, David and Stacey, you're, you're, all the funds in your bank account expire on December 31st. You got to use it or lose it. And then once you do that, you have no nest egg. You have no saved for a rainy day money uh, because money is programmable in time and duration and whether you can use it or not. I mean, this is what this guy is sort of singing about in a country song. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And it's got to be bluegrass because he has a resonator guitar. And I don't think that exists outside of the well, bluegrass. And, and I don't know if you can call it, call it country, but because yeah. outside of Jason Aldean's song recently, country, the last two of them, they had a bench of transgender dancers at the CMT Awards. And mm. so um, I don't know that country music has anything to do with truth or, or real people necessarily like it was based on either. So mm-hmm. it's a kind of outside that genre as an independent artist. He's, his video is he's standing in a yard with a microphone and his dogs are just laying there. With a hunter stand behind him. With a hunter stand behind him. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like th- this isn't, you know, some, you know, made, you know, green screen type of thing. It's like truth. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. why that's why it resonates. People are looking for truth in their money. Like, hey, that's why gold and silver, you know, it's like, hey, that's real. That's real. You can touch it's it. That's, that's truth. The music, that's truth. They want mm-hmm. they want uh, you know, real immunity, not a vaccine. Mm-hmm. You know, they want, you know, they, they, they people are after truth now more than ever. They they are looking for more truth. And you know what what's people are are lying about is the the strength of the economy, right? Mm-hmm. So so I was going to talk about something else on this show, but I think I'm going to talk about a, a different thing, right? So mortgages, right? The the interest rates on a 30-year mortgage are the worst they've been, the highest they've been in over 23 years. So the last time we saw interest rates this high was in, I think, March of 20, or March of 2000. Wow. Like this, is, this is insane, right? So... Um, yeah, I don't know, uh, producer Colton. I sent you a little article on that because it's it's very interesting. So, what does this tell us? This tells us that a the government is lying about the strength of the economy because mm-hmm. if if interest rates wouldn't have to go up if they didn't have to fight inflation, right? Yep. So, the fact that the the mortgage rates are as high as they've been since the year two thousand tells us that. Inflation is not over. It's going to persist. We're going to have more rate increases coming, right? So that's what this tells us. But but when mortgage rates go high, what does that tell you about the philosophy of the banks? That tells you that they don't think that people are going to pay these things off, right? Mm-hmm. So 
just like a couple of weeks ago, or was it last week? I can't remember. Um, when when we talked about the Fitch rating agency basically lowering the, the credit rating of the United States treasuries, right? So went from AAA status to AA plus. Well, normally the U.S. Treasury has been the bellwether treasury throughout the entire world, right? So, so it's going to have the lowest interest rates. Why? Because it's the safest asset in the world, right? Because if you look at interest rates on bonds, right? So you could either have something that's really, really safe where your money is going to be stable and whenever you want it, it's going to be there. U.S. Treasuries, right? Because even if the government runs out of money, well, they have a printing press. They'll just print their way out right. of it, yep. right? So, so that treasury should be safe forever. Now, compare that to like the worst of all bonds, which would be like a junk bond. So junk bond, you could say, okay, the, the interest rate on that instead of like 2% on a U.S. Treasury is like 18% because it's not even a guarantee that this company is going to be around six months from now. Without a capital infusion, they might go out of business. So you have to raise the rates to get people to invest, right? That's that's why you do it. It's like you have to have a reward for the risk that you're taking. So when the Fitch has downgraded the U.S. Treasury from AAA to AA+, what were they saying? They were saying, we have too much debt as a country and the propensity to pay it back is going is going away. Mm. We don't mm. think that they can. So therefore, we have to entice more people for the risk that they're taking. So the same thing with mortgage rates. Banks are now thinking people aren't going to be able to pay off this house down the road. So we got to raise rates. So at least we're going to actually get compensated for the risks that we're taking by giving people mortgages, right? But, but how we started this conversation was the government's lying about the economy then because mm -hmm. I thought it was okay. I thought Biden said that things are going smooth. Right. I thought Biden said that inflation is coming down and they're winning the war on inflation. I thought that all the stuff that we're doing in Russia and Ukraine is actually good. I thought that Janet Yellen just had an amazing meeting in China, you know, basically shoring up some of our trade imbalances. None of that's true. Mm -hmm. Right. If that were true, the bond market would tell us that's true. Interest rates would be coming down. Um, the economy would be shored up. People would be working. Unemployment numbers, new unemployment numbers wouldn't continually be going up, which they are. People are becoming, I mean, this is not a solid economy, right? So, so for that reason, you start looking what society is doing, right? It's like, so I know that, you know, we, we talk, right? And you you all were in Austin not too long mm -hmm. ago. It's like Austin, Texas, big, big red state, right? Mm, is it really? Ooh, that's a good, that's a good question. Look what's happening in Austin. It's like bluer than blue, right? Yep. So what's going to happen to the rest of the state? Look at this, this guy, Oliver, who's singing about the social dynamics mixed with politics in the country that we're in. And now you've got Rolling Stone saying, conservatives have found their new star, right? The, you mm -hmm. know, because he's just singing about what people are feeling yep. about their, their anger against mm -hmm. the government wasting their money and paying people to stay home and the rich people, the bankers, you know, basically keeping us in their control under their thumbprint, right? When we can buy or sell. I mean, this is, a crazy world that we're living in, but well, and, and it's 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 uniting. I want to point out one thing on that because uh, 
there's a few elites that have their hands on media that write an article for Rolling Stone. There's mm-hmm. there's a few people in the Capitol in Washington, in uh, Austin, Washington D.C., or even Nashville. Um, you know, the capitals of these places, but they don't represent the majority. Uh, one thing I was watching with his video, it kind of sent me down a rabbit hole. People do these reaction videos. I watched four or five different people doing reaction videos to it that typically do rap music, this kind of stuff, African-Americans that that are doing, they, they, they you know, play his video and they're, they, they, they pause it and comment. I tell you, there's a lot more in common between a guy with a deer stand in West Virginia and and uh, a person that's multi generational poverty in Chicago, they have mm-hmm. a lot more in common than than most of the general public do with the elites that are running the media companies that are running the central Great banks. Point. You know, the, 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 that's the, why the, they try to divide us. The, there's two different kinds of poor. You're mm-hmm. poor in Chicago. You're poor in West Virginia. Poor is poor, and the enemy is the elites that are that are pulling levers to keep you there and manipulating right. mechanisms to keep you there and then pretending that it's the fact that you hate each other. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why that song is scary to them because it's actually unifying. Cause if you wrote out those lyrics, most people struggling to get by in this world would be like, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That we have more in common with that song than, 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 than they want you to. That is the danger about it. Cause when people wake up to that fact, they're going to start voting differently. Mm-hmm. Right. They're going to say, wait a second, these these people that are that are running the show. So we've seen this politically. Um, Joe Manchin from West Virginia. Right. We're talking about West Virginia. Right. Mm-hmm. So thinking, I don't think I like the Democrat Party anymore. They it's not the Democrat Party of my parents and my grandparents. Right. Which was like the Kennedys. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, socially liberal, but but really they would be conservative in today's world. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where today's Democratic Party is like flat out communist, pretty much. It's like taking away all your freedoms, paying people to stay home, rise of labor unions. Um, I mean, it's it's really pretty outrageously bad, mm-hmm. right? So, so there's this this article that I that I read over over the weekend, and it's and it was talking about the angle pause. So. Engel, Marx and Engels, right? Who, who the Communist Manifesto? They, mm-hmm. they basically created communism with with Lenin was the is the political kind of head figure of all that. Well, what did they say? Was this, they were all about workers' rights? It was the rise up of labor, right? This is what communism all started as. Well, they talked about technology, um, basically putting a pause to workers' wages. This is what we're seeing right now with artificial intelligence. Right. So mm-hmm. so they're expecting um, in the, the, the title of this article is the communists were right. Right. Because technology advances will put a pause to workers rights and workers wages. And we're seeing that now where they're expecting easily a decade plus, maybe multiple decades of people's wages coming down or wages completely going away because they're going to be replaced by computers. They're going to be replaced by software, artificial intelligence, right? So imagine what the songs are going to be like yeah. a decade from now. <laughs> wow. It's like, remember when we used to have jobs before computers ran the world, right? And mm-hmm. so um, this is this societal advance that we're on is actually societal decline. I wouldn't call the rise of artificial intelligence a good thing. Right. right? No. Some companies would say, oh, yeah, it's going to reduce expenses. It's going to reduce costs. It's going to make everything better, more efficient. 
Well, except nobody's going to be able to afford to buy anything because this is one of those technological shifts that the communists said, this is the one thing that we are actually scared about. Even the communists, right? Because mm-hmm. the, the, they were all about workers' rights and the rise up of the worker and the pushing down of the, of the elite, right? And so, so here's where we have problems moving forward because I do think we're going to have multiple decades of wages being squashed, jobs going away, and you're going to see more and more social imbalances that continue to happen. Um, but here's where there's hope. Right. We can't change some of that. We, we, we simply just can't. It's there. Right. So, but what we can do is identify it and then act accordingly. You know, when you, when you've got like, when you've got John, you know, writing, writing revelation from in prison, right. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, couldn't change the time at the end, but yet focused on the hope of the message, focused on the hope of the solution. You know, even back then while writing part of the Bible in jail, not focused on the storm, focused on the solution. Financially, this is what we help people do. It's like focus on what is working, what's going to thrive in moments like this where society is declining, politics are declining, the economy's you know, declining, um, and people's freedoms are going away. The only thing that doesn't need to go away really is your finances if you act accordingly. This is why every single week we shout from the rooftops Mm-hmm. From the rooftops about gold and silver, it's a tangible asset, grows during times like this. It's doing very, very well. But in a worst case scenario where merchants don't even want the currency anymore because it's eroded so bad, you can use it for barter. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, this, this is will put a smile on people's face. And this is the one thing that they don't want. See, they don't want private assets, which is why the bankers through central bank digital currency are getting rid of paper dollars. Right. They're just getting rid of it. Yeah. And, and like Christine Lagarde threatening to put people in jail in Europe, if they spend more than 1000 euros in cash at any given time, it's like what putting people in jail for using cash. Of course they can't track it. It's private. You can't tax what you don't know about, right? This is the world that we're heading into. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be early than a day late, right? Allocate into physical assets like gold and silver, tangible assets, not only to protect your freedom, but to actually thrive during times like this with the with the growth that we're yep. seeing. That'll put a smile on your face. I see silver becoming priceless because mm-hmm. it, it's it's so rare. It's physical. You can't manipulate it. You can't just print more of it on a 3D printer. And you go back when I was a kid, you know, stuff that you would buy for a dollar is now $10. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, that's a huge change. And, and and so, I mean, that puts this pressure that just ejects silver over time to a high price. It, it, it injects a value into gold, mm-hmm. you know, over time. If you could go back to, you know, when I, if you could go back to 1970 and in my, if my parents would have had some foresight and bought gold, everybody's kind of like, well, if I go back and buy Apple stock, if I could go back and buy these things, we're still in that phase with gold and silver. I wish to go back to, to 1970 and they would have bought a bunch of gold if they would have put a thousand dollars in the gold when I was a kid, you know, or something like that, it would be astronomical, you know, how much more that would be worth today. But we still have that ability because the the ratios are going to have to change because the mm-hmm. dollar is becoming worth less faster than ever. I did have a question for you, Dr. Kirk, and this might be something that, you know, somebody would call in and they would talk to you, but just generally thinking about it. If someone's still in the stock market and they're like, oh man, I'm seeing it go down, go down, go down, go down. 
what do they do if they feel like, hey, I've lost a lot of money? Is it still good to move that over to gold and silver? Or do they try to, you know, wait mm. to ride that wave? What does that look like? I wouldn't wait. So general rule of thumb, when something's coming down, get out of it as soon as you can. When something's going up, get into it as soon as you can. So it's not just one side of the equation we're looking at, because if there were nothing else that you're going to do except for other than just sit in cash, right? It's like, well, wait till the stock market bumps up some so you don't have to realize all those losses. But I don't know how many bump ups we're going to get because mm -hmm. the trend is down. The, the stimulus that causes downward action, higher taxes, higher interest rates, lower wages, less people working, right? We have all of that. Mm -hmm. So it's going to continue to go down. But you have to look at the other side of the equation is, well, what are you going to do with the money if you sell it? Let's say you sell some of your stocks and bonds at a loss. It's like, well, you go into gold and silver, which are thriving. Silver over the last six months, up 40% over the last, you know, since March of 2020, up over 100%. It's like, okay, I'm going to allocate into that strength that will recover any kind of a loss that I had by, by selling. Because if you wait until stocks go up a little bit, well, gold and silver probably going to go up more, right? Mm -hmm. And it was actually more of a negative, right? Mm -hmm. So just get out now. General rule of thumb, right? When something's going down, you get out as soon as you can. When something's going up, you get in as soon as you can. Don't worry about the taxes. Don't worry about if it's a loss because you're going into something that's growing faster, which will overcome any kind of realized loss that you have. That's yeah, my something, strategy. Something that's is real. So good. That's so good. So yeah. if you're listening to this and thinking, man, I'd like to talk to Dr. Kirk more or someone on his team, just go to flyovergold.com. It's a landing page, great information. When you scroll down to the bottom, there's a place you can fill out your information. When you do that, then you'll be set up for a free consultation. You can talk to Dr. Kirk or someone on his team, or you can also call 720 605 39 zero zero to set up that consultation do it today you won't regret it dr kirk thank you so much for your time we really appreciate it are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking what am i going to do about my finances you know times are really changing they're changing fast let me give you a quick example of how in 1920 if you had a 20 dollar bill and one ounce of gold you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit you wow the, the jacket the shirt the belt shoes the whole bit Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.